Welcome, one and all, to the Halloween spooktacular that you agreed to. All nine of you who voted on the TGIA podcast Twitter poll, that is. Join us as we explore Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, an abridged version, so it won't take up too much of your listening time. Then, tag at TGIA podcast with your thoughts on Twitter. Let me know. Is Frankenstein gay? Is his friend Henry gayer? What about the monster? Does he only want what he wants because he does not know of the queer alternatives out in the world? Join us. Revel with us. In the first science fiction story told in history, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein, or The Modern Prometheus, by Mary Shelley, abridged and adapted by T. Ernesto Bethencourt, illustrated by James McConnell. Chapter 1 My name is Victor Frankenstein. I grew up in Geneva, Switzerland. My family is one of the best-known families in Switzerland. For many years, members of my family held public office. My father was famous for his public service. Perhaps I should tell you about how my father and mother met. One of my father's friends was a rich businessman. Once, a deal this man worked on went bad, but he kept his word to all the people who trusted him. He paid off everyone who had lost money, but he was left without a cent. He and his daughter became very poor. They had to move away from the city of Geneva. My father heard that his friend had fallen on hard times. He went to visit him. When he saw the way his friend and his daughter were living, my father's heart almost broke. He offered help, but his friend was very proud. He refused any help. He was ill. The only money he had came from small jobs his daughter did for the people in town. When she wasn't working, the young woman spent most of her time taking care of her sick father. My father heard that his friend was dying. My father again wanted to help. He went to visit his friend. He found the girl crying over her dead father's body. My father didn't want to see his old friend's daughter left out on the street. He took care of her. Two years later, they were married. After the wedding, my father and mother traveled to many countries. Perhaps it was the years of being poor that did it, but my mother's health was not good. For this reason, they spent a lot of time in the warm weather of Italy. I was born in Italy on one of their vacations. For years, I was their only child. I remember that those years were very happy. My father and mother loved each other very much, but there was enough love for me, their only son. When I was five years old, my parents took another vacation to Italy. Because my mother was always interested in helping the poor, they visited a little hut on the shore of a lake. There, they found a poor farmer and his wife. The family had no money and very little food for their five children. One of the children, a little girl, caught my mother's eye. This girl wasn't like the other children. She seemed different in little ways. There was a sweetness to the child that drew my mother to her. She asked the farmer about this little girl. The little girl's name was Elizabeth. She was not the farmer's daughter. Her real father had been forced to leave Italy for a while. 
he had asked the farmer to take care of his little girl. When Elizabeth's father died in another country, she had no place to go. She stayed with the farmer and his family. But then hard times came to this farmer. He had very little money. And besides Elizabeth, he had four children of his own. Life was hard for the family. My mother had always wanted a little girl. She asked the farmer if she and my father could adopt Elizabeth. The farmer and his wife loved the little girl, but they knew she would live a much happier life with my family. So they let my parents take Elizabeth. I knew nothing of this. I was too young for my parents to talk about it to me. All my mother did was tell me, I have a pretty present for my Victor. He shall have it tomorrow. The next day, she presented Elizabeth to me. Elizabeth and I grew up together. There was only a year's difference in our ages. We never fought. We loved each other in a way brother and sister cannot. No tears, no ugly words ever darkened our days. We called each other cousin and shared a deep love until the day she died. Elizabeth loved Switzerland. She loved the mountains and the lakes. She was always interested in art and beauty. I was different. While Elizabeth would get excited about how beautiful things were, I wanted to know what made them the way they were. Even as a child, I was becoming a man of science. When I was seven years old, my brother Ernest was born. At that time, my parents stopped traveling to different countries. We had a house in the city of Geneva. We also had a place in the country, on the shore of a lake. We spent most of our time at the country house. It was there, four years later, that my brother William was born. Our family did not know a lot of people. I had only one close friend. His name was Henry, and he was the son of a Geneva businessman. Henry and I became best friends. He used to dream of the days of King Arthur. He was always making up plays about knights and fair ladies. He always wanted Elizabeth and me to act out these plays. Henry, Elizabeth, and I spent our childhoods together. We were like three parts of one person. Elizabeth was the soul, Henry was the heart, and I was the mind. Henry kept telling stories of heroes and great adventurers. Elizabeth had her art, and I began to study science. You must understand that I was quite young. I knew little about science. I read any books that I thought might explain the wonders of science. I found a number of these books in my father's library. They were by men who lived a long time ago. One day, my father found me reading one of these books. Ah, you're reading this, my father said. My dear Victor, don't waste your time on this. It is sad garbage. If my father had explained to me that no one believed in these books anymore, it would have been different. Most of the stuff in the books was little more than black magic. Science had already shown that these writers were silly. But I didn't know this. My father thought that the books I liked were garbage. Instead of stopping reading these books, I found more like them. Looking back on it, I guess I was foolish. I tried spells to change lead into gold. I tried to make devils appear. Of course, none of these spells worked. I might have gone on this way for years, but then something happened. One night, when I was 15 years old, we were at our country house. A terrible storm came up. As I watched from my window, I saw lightning hit an oak tree. 
When the storm was over, I went out and looked at what was left of the tree. I thought I would just find a burned tree. But the tree had been turned into small pieces of wood by lightning. I was surprised. Why did this happen? A friend of my father's was visiting us that day. He was a scientist. He explained how lightning had destroyed the tree. Before this day, I didn't know much about electricity. This was the true beginning of my life as a scientist. I forgot all about those silly books that were filled with magic spells. I began to study nature and to read books about true science. I felt as if the lightning had been a sign from heaven. It had pointed the way my life would go. What I didn't know was that this sign could not have been from heaven. I didn't know that my study of science would someday destroy my life and all that I loved. <laughs> Delightful. Would you like more Frankenstein? Now? Without having to wait for it? Go to patreon.com forward slash TGIA podcast and join with any monetary level you desire. There, these episodes will be released as they are edited, so you will not have to wait like the rest of the mere mortals. Questions? Comments? Just want to hang? Go to twitter.com and comment pegging at TGIA podcast. We are here to be spooky with you. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.